Welcome to Lead with Less, the podcast for confident professionals with me, your host, Tash Peterson, Certified Leadership and Mindset Coach. This is the podcast for confident professionals that will help you move through overwhelm, burnout and self-doubt by sharing actionable strategies and practical steps that can have an immediate impact for you. With a mix of solo and guest episodes, I will share everything I've learned and applied over the last decade that has enabled me to create an extremely successful HR career and since then a profitable and thriving coaching business, all while blending it with everyday life and motherhood. I've also coached and empowered over 150 clients through one-on-one coaching and group programs to transform their lives and careers using these strategies. They now confidently thrive as their best selves and now I want you to have access to all of the goods too. This is the perfect spot if you're new to your career, a seasoned professional or aspiring into a people leadership role and want to lead with less so you can live and work with more confidence, clarity and energy. Hello, 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 and welcome to another episode of Lead With Less. This one is one that popped into my head would be a great one to record leaning into the end of the year. Strategies to move through busyness with more ease. Now, this is a topic that I talk about all year round, how to move through busyness. Busyness is everywhere. It's literally the word that every single person uses, right? It's almost like this, this word that we've almost become so addicted to using I'm busy I'm busy busy with what right like that's kind of like the deeper layer of what are we really busy with and this season as we're coming into the last quarter of the year we're coming into the summer holidays here in the southern hemisphere for those in the northern hemisphere you're going into winter which tends to also be another season of busyness to kind of combat the cold darkness but here especially in the in the southern hemisphere and for the northern hemisphere hemisphere when you're kind of going into your summer break this can be really useful as well but this is a really notorious time when things just consistently get fuller 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 you know there is we're coming up to the end of the year where you know everybody wants everything done before the the break and one thing that I always kind of find kind of funny is that the end of year happens every year, yet we still find ourselves in this space. We still find this ourselves in this like frantic rush to get to the end of the year, yet for 11 months, we know that it's coming. So I really wanted to do this episode to share a few strategies that might be really helpful for you to move through this period, but really you could use these strategies at any time. And actually what I want to share with you in this episode is actually really universal to use whenever life just feels really busy and feels really full. So in this episode, I want to talk about why this is really crucial. So why it's really important to work on these strategies and put them into play five actions to help implement and practice so that you can move through busy seasons with more ease and a mindset reminder to come back to that can be really helpful for you to also move through this season. So why is this crucial, right? Like I just mentioned before, the last quarter of the year just seems to be notorious for busyness and overwhelm. We get so caught up in the spiral of trying to get it all done and thinking that the end of the year is this time we like there's literally no time after that and it seems like we forget that the end of the year comes you know and then we're kind of trying to you know as I said before like frantically try and get everything done and 
Another reason why this is really crucial is that a lot of people tend to get overwhelmed to the point that they actually burn out kind of trying to get through the season, you know, and then they're they're using their annual leave, their time off to recuperate and to kind of reset and rejuvenate. So instead of that time off being really relaxing, you know, an enjoyment full of energy to actually enjoy time off with whatever activities you're looking to do, you're almost just kind of scraping your energy back into the barrel you're almost trying to just scrape yourself back together after burning yourself out for the last quarter of the year to try and get stuff done and you know I really want this time of year and time before you go on leave or on holiday to be to change for it to be a time of presence focus getting things done with enough energy to actually enjoy whatever you're about to go and do, that all of the effort and energy you're putting into getting stuff done is going to be enjoyed as time off, not, you know, trying to scrape yourself back together. And so I want these practices to be something that you implement all the time so that it's not something that you only have to do or try and do before or in a busy period or before, you know, some kind of deadline, but something that you just bring into the nature of how you do work day to day. So let's jump in. The first thing is to decide. Decide that ease is the approach that you want to have and that you want to bring to really busy, full, challenging periods that you're going through. By deciding that you want to bring more ease, you're going to have that intention behind you so that when you start to get overwhelmed, when you start to get caught up in the stress, when you start to get really, you know, kind of in your head, you can be like, wait, I want to approach this season with more ease. I want to approach this chapter or this period with more ease. What are the things that I need to come back to? What are the actions that I need to come back to in order to show up with more ease through this chapter? So deciding that ease is the the way that you want to approach the season is huge. Deciding is such a powerful action. And by not deciding, you are also deciding. (laughs) This is like the thing people get really worried about deciding or making the wrong decision or things like that whereas not making any decision is also making a decision because you're deciding to continue to go with the status quo you're going with the default and so unless you decide that ease is the approach that you want to bring into the season you are going to by default just continue showing up the way that you're showing up you're going to continue to do things the way you've always done which if you've always gone through this time of the year being overwhelmed and stressed you're going to continue to do the things that leave you overwhelmed and stressed so firstly decide that you want to bring more ease into the way that you show up and the way that you move through this this chapter and the season of the year so that you have that anchor to come back to you have that intention to come back to of I decided that I wanted to show up with more ease so that is what I'm going to do that is how I'm going to move through this season so that's the first thing make a decision how do you want to move through the season ahead? The second thing is to get clarity and agreement. Now, one of the things that is the biggest culprit to this time of year being chaotic and wild is that we don't get really specific and clear around what actually needs to get done before the end of the year. You know, leadership and execs and managers are like everything needs to get done we need to get all the budgets and this and that and all the tasks and all the projects needs to come to a close you know blah 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 it's like okay great 
some kind of vision, but do all of those things actually need to get done? In terms of like what the actual strategy is or the actual vision is for your team or for your business or for your organization or for your job, just like if we're just going to be specific about your job, all of those things aren't actually crucial to get done by the end of the year. If they were, you likely would have had project planning a little bit better than being like, oh, it all just needs to be done all of a sudden. So what's really, really, really critical is to, as a team or with your manager or with whoever you need to have these conversations with, is get extremely clear about what actually needs to get done by the time you go on leave and get agreement of what that looks like. Unless you have clarity about what needs to get done and agreement that these are the only things that are going to get done and this is what done looks like and this is what, you know, the deadlines look like, the expectations, success, whatever it is, unless that is extremely clear, you're going to be chasing your tail all the way until five o'clock on the 21st of December or 24th of December or when you're finishing work for the year. Unless the brain has clear deadlines and expectations and what it needs to do, it's just going to take up all the time to do all of the things. <laughs> and we can't do all of the things all at the same time, but we can do the next most critical, important thing, do that, get it done, and then move on to the next thing. So get clear on what this looks like now, not two to three weeks out from you going on leave and then wondering why you're struggling to get everything done. So have this conversation with your manager, with your team, as a team. What does this look like for all of you to get what needs to get done, done, so that you can actually go on leave with energy in the tank? Get clarity and get agreement. Do not make assumptions here. We know what assuming does, right? It makes an ass out of you and me. And this is what gets us into periods of overwhelm because we're trying to do everything when we just need to do the next thing what is the next most critical thing that needs to get done so once you're clear once there's agreement once the expectations are crystal clear the deadlines are set you need to insert boundaries so i'm going to do an episode on setting boundaries for your break but setting boundaries around what it is that you need in order to get the things that you need to get done done what are the boundaries you need in order to look after yourself during this period so that you can continue to sustain and recharge your energy as you go? And then what are the boundaries that you're going to enforce while you're on leave? Now, what's really important here is that this gets done now so that you start implementing and communicating these boundaries now with the people that need that. So your team members, your manager, the wider business, whatever it is. And so that those expectations are already being communicated and they're already being received by the people who interact with you the most. What I see a lot happening is people are so overly available to try and get as much done as possible before the break that when they are on break, they continue that behavior. They continue to be available. They, they don't allow themselves the opportunity to disconnect from work so they can actually be on break. So by practicing this now while you're still in day-to-day -day work means that once you finish work, once you go on break, you are a bit more practiced in disconnecting, looking after yourself, showing up for yourself, recharging your energy. And there's an expectation from the people that interact with you that, 
hey, Tasha is going to be on leave. She's not going to be contactable during that time. So this is something really, really, really key. Boundaries need to be practiced and implemented every day, not only when you need them to be enforced. Because the thing is, is that people are habitual. If they act one way majority of the time and you all of a sudden want that to change, that's going to take time for that to change. It's going to take time for them to remember what your boundaries are so that they can help to respect those boundaries. So get clear around where you know you tend to burn out. Reflect on what you know tends to be your pattern of behavior around this time of the year that leads you to being overwhelmed and struggling. And then what are the things that you need to put in place? What are the boundaries? What are the conversations you need to have? What are the actions you need to take in order for that to start shifting so that you don't end up going into your break completely burnt out and having nothing left? So that's number three is start to insert boundaries. I do also have a boundaries workshop that you can purchase that goes in depth into the six types of boundaries, how to set boundaries and how to communicate boundaries. So I'll put a link in the show notes as well if you want to purchase that. That is a really, really, really great workshop to get the fundamentals of boundaries and also how to insert boundaries with some examples that you can use as well. The fourth thing is over this time, okay, so you have decided that you want more ease, you're clear and have agreement on the expectations and the deadlines. You're starting to insert boundaries. You know what it is that you need in order to have the energy in the tank at the end. The fourth thing is to say yes slowly, if at all. So the default here would be to say no. The thing is that we can't say no to everything. What we can do is we can say yes more slowly, if at all. So the truth is, is that more things are going to get thrown onto your plate. Don't want to make you anxious, but that's the truth because more people are going to panic. More people are going to be like, oh my God, there's no time left and I've got so much to do and I don't have enough space and I don't have enough resources and I need people's help. And all of a sudden, more and more and more is going to be hit onto your plate so that other people can get stuff done. So that's just the reality. It's the reality that happens when people are overwhelmed and stressed. The natural tendency is to reach out unless you are a high achiever that with some soloist imposter syndrome tendencies where you're like I'm just going to do it all myself and burn out on my own there are you know the other aspect of human nature as well as to how can I reach out and ask people to help me and sometimes there is no consideration for what might be on their plate at the same time so if that tends to be the kind of culture in your organization where people who freak out stressed and get overwhelmed kind of dump workload on other people this is where you need to really practice this say yes slowly if at all so the kind of the ways that you can do that is firstly is ask more questions so when someone asks you to do something ask questions in return what is it that you actually need to get done what does done look like if I do this what else do I what else needs to stop because if I add this onto my plate something else has to get taken off my plate because I can't do it all right am I the only person that can do this why can't you do this? <laughs> Ask more questions that before you say yes, you actually know what you're saying yes to. One of the things that is quite an unhelpful and unsupportive habit of high, of high performing people is they want to help, especially if there's some people pleasing tendencies, they want to help, they want to be respectful, they want to be loyal, they want to be committed. And so they say yes, but often they're saying yes before they know what they're actually saying yes to. 
And then all of a sudden they've said yes, it gets put on their plate and then it unravels into this can of worms where you're like, oh my God, this is not what I thought I was saying yes to. And now I have no capacity to do this or to finish all of these other things. So ask more questions, challenge expectation, expectation and requirements. So really challenge, like, am I the only person that can do this? Is there someone else that can help you with this? Is there someone else who has more capacity? I have these five things that I need to get done in the next two weeks. Where does this fit in with that? If I do this one, which one gets taken away? Really challenge the expectation and the requirements of what you're being asked to do. Now, I'm not saying be difficult. And this is this is the the negative connotation that comes back to challenging things it's not about being difficult it's about making sure that what i'm saying yes to is something i can say yes to so that i can actually deliver the best outcome because the thing is that saying yes is only the start of what we're doing we still have to deliver we still have to do the actual thing that we said yes to so by challenging, asking more questions, understanding what we're saying yes to means that we can fully consider whether I can actually do this, whether I can actually deliver it, and whether I can do a good job. That's what this means, right? So ask more questions, challenge expectations, and then only say yes if something else gets taken away or is adjusted. Time is squishing, right? We're coming to the end of the year. You're about to go and leave. Time is contracting. And you don't want to be working while you're on annual leave. So only say yes to adding something to your plate if something else is going to get taken away. And then say no if it can genuinely wait until a later date or someone else can do it. There is nothing wrong with saying no because you won't be able to do your best at delivering it. There is nothing wrong with that. That's actually a really, really, really important thing because if someone is relying you on doing the best that you can and you literally have no capacity to do that that's a disservice to the task and to that person that doesn't mean that you work 10 15 hour days to try and get it done no because then you're again burning yourself out in the long term to try and get something done in the short term so please 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 practice saying yes slowly if at all if you have a tendency to say yes very quickly this is the one that i urge you to work on the most say yes more slowly ask more questions understand what you're saying yes to this is so 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 critical uh, you can also for this one as well consider implementing a minimal viable plan as well so if that might help so again time is constricting you're you're you know you want to make sure that you come out the other side with something left in your tank so what's the minimal viable plan right these first four questions can actually really help feed into a really powerful minimal viable plan. So if you want to know more about that, you can check out episode 16. I talk all about minimal viable planning uh, and you can, you know, you can listen to that one and create your own plan as well, which can be really helpful. And the fifth thing that I would recommend doing here to move through the busyness with more ease is to challenge yourself. And I don't mean challenge yourself to grow and develop and do more things. I mean, challenge yourself when you find yourself getting stressed, overwhelmed, or sucked into the busyness around you, because that'll happen, challenge yourself with two questions. And this is essentially challenging your mindset. The first question is, if I was doing this with more ease, what would I do or what would I not do? 
right? So you've got, you've done the first four things, but you're still kind of getting caught up in your head. Maybe, you know, you're really on track with your minimal viable plan. You're really on track with staying aligned with what the priority is, what you need to get done. And now you're kind of getting into overthinking of like, I should be doing more. I should be helping more. I should be doing all these things. Then challenge yourself with the question, if I was doing this with more ease, what would I do or what would I not do? If you're like literally barely scraping by doing things with ease, adding more to the plate is not the answer. That is going to add (laughs) non-ease. It's going to make everything non-easeful. So if you were doing this with more ease, what would you do or not do right now? So challenge yourself with that question and that'll help you to come back to the first four points that you've been working on. It'll come back to your minimal viable plan. It'll come back to your key deliverables and expectations that you all agreed on. And then the second question is, if I didn't get this done at all, what would realistically happen? And is that critical to the overall success or objectives we're trying to meet right now? And this is why the agreement and clarity is so critical. Because if everyone has agreed on what needs to get done and why it needs to get done, everyone can feel at peace and at more ease with the things that are not going to get done because those things are not necessary for the overall success of where you want to go. So the two questions to challenge yourself with when you're starting to kind of get sucked into stress, overwhelm and busyness, if I was doing this with more ease, what would I do or not do right now? And if this didn't get done at all, what would realistically happen? And is that critical to the success of what we're trying to achieve right now? Really, really, really critical and powerful questions. So those are the five things that I recommend you work on to help move through or implement as strategies to help move through a busy time. Number one, decide. Decide that ease is the approach that you want to move with, how you want to feel through this period. Get clarity and agreement. What is it that actually needs to get done? Let's actually agree on it. Insert boundaries. What are the boundaries that you need to implement and practice and respect yourself and communicate with people so that you can move through this time with energy left in the tank so you don't burn out before you go on leave? Say yes slowly, if at all. So really practice saying yes slowly, asking more questions, getting clarity about what you're saying yes to before you say yes. Make sure that you actually have the ability to deliver your best if you're going to say yes. Implement minimal viable planning. So listen to episode 16, if that might help. And then the last thing is to challenge yourself. Challenge yourself. If you start to get swept up in everything, challenge yourself with those two powerful questions. If I was doing this with more ease, what would I do or not do? If this didn't get done at all, what would realistically happen? So really just checking your mindset. So those are the five strategies that I would recommend putting into play. And the more that you practice them, just even over this busy time, the more that they will honestly serve you so well. And if you can practice this over this busy time, this will honestly benefit you at any other time of the year. Like it fundamentally will. Like it'll shift the way that you shop in all of the ways. And the last thing that I just wanted to share was a mindset reminder. If you start to just completely lose everything, lose the plot, is acknowledge that this is going to be hard. It's going to be hard to, it's going to, I shouldn't say hard actually. This is going to feel challenging to practice. The knee-jerk reaction is to try and get it all done. But the thing is that you will never get it all done. There will always be more things to do. And guess what? There is time next year. 
December 24th, the world does not stop. Your job is not going to stop. Your workload is not going to stop. You can re realistically only do so much leading up to that time. So get really clear on what that is. And remember that you have to decide on the experience that you want to have. You have to decide of how you want to move through this time and the energy you want to have in the tank at the end of it. Because you are using your annual leave after this period to go and rest and rejuvenate and you want to do that with energy in the tank. You don't want to be burning out and trying to recuperate yourself while you're meant to be enjoying your time off. So I'm going to leave that there, otherwise I can go into all sorts of tash tangents. These are the strategies that I would recommend implementing to move through busyness with more ease. As I said, you can do this at any point in the year. But this tends to be the time where kind of everyone starts freaking out. <laughs> and we really, really, really want this time to be used as strategically as possible so that you can enjoy your time off in the best way. All right. Let me know what you think. Let me know if you're going to implement these strategies. Let me know what you thought about these strategies. And I really, really hope that they serve you really powerfully because this is what I'm going to be doing. <laughs> All right, don't forget to listen to the other episodes as well. And don't forget to share this with a friend or a colleague that you think could be, that could be really, that could benefit from this episode. Thank you for listening to this episode of Lead With Less, the podcast for confident professionals with me, Tash Peterser. If you enjoy the show, please subscribe and take a moment to leave a review on iTunes. As a thank you, each month, one lucky reviewer will get a 45-minute one-to-one coaching session with me where you will get the tools and strategies to lead with less burnout, overwhelm, and self-doubt. And if you know anyone who could benefit from listening to the show, then please do share this with them and help me reach as many confident professionals as possible.